Welcome on into the 2-3 podcast. I am Zach. And unfortunately, our guy Cam is down with something. He's not feeling well. So I will be doing a solo recap today. This is the inaugural solo episode ever on the 2-3. So hopefully I do his justice. And it will definitely be a little weird not being alongside Cam today and breaking down this Louisville game for you. But hopefully... Uh, I can do a decent job here and, uh, you know, it's part of our New Year's resolution to hit you guys with a recap and preview for every game. So that's our goal and we're going to try to stick to it. And other than that, let's jump on into this. So the boys sneak away with a very, very, very interesting game to say the least. 70 to 69 dub versus Louisville. Was it pretty? No. Did it feel very good? Not really. But at the end of the day, you know, a win is a win. And I think you just got to really believe that that mantra. I mean, this is an ACC win. This is an ACC win on the road, which that's a testament in its, in its own. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of have to accept this one and move on. You know, for any Ted Lasso fans out there, have, have the memory of a goldfish and kind of you know, maybe learn something, but kind of, kind of forgive it and forget about this one and, and move on. Uh, there, there's, there's bigger things in our future very quickly here. January is a, a massive month for the Orange, which we'll get into later. But overall, I think this game was a, a humbling reality check for us as a fandom, the league in general. Because I mean, of course, on paper, this team's coming in two and twelve now in two thirteen. It's very easy to write them off and be like, they suck. And Cam and I were part of that bandwagon, part of that group. There was like, this should be an easy game. We're good to go. They got no one to worry about. But, you know, we forgot that Louisville has talented players, you know, pretty good personnel. And overall, they played a really great game. You know, they shot way better than they have been. And not to mention the KFC Yum Center was popping. You know, for a team that's struggling that much, their, their crowd showed up loud and proud. And that's good for them. There was times on that broadcast last night where I was like, wow, like you can hear them. They're passionate. They're there. And you know, that's, that's really like, honestly, like that's, that's a true fan fandom right there. Like this team's struggling, but people still show up overall though. Like I said, a win is a win. Got to move on from this, but not to mention, if you look around the rest of the ACC, Virginia lost to Pitt, Miami lost to Georgia Tech, Duke got pumbled by NC State. So our expectation and realities have been flip-flopped and changed and, and rewritten all in one night. The ACC is going wild. And at the end of the day, that is ACC and that is college basketball. And you have to love it. So let's just jump into this game here. And I think we need to set off this with everyone needs to send I was wrong card to JG3. For anyone who ever doubted or was suggesting that JG3 should transfer to Siena or some other outlandish, ridiculous remark. You are absolutely obligated to write a I was wrong and I am sorry card to JG3 after this performance he put against Louisville. Joseph Gerard III put this team on his back. 28 points, 7 rebounds. Let me run that back one more time. 7 rebounds. Four assists in 40 minutes of play. It's been a minute since we've seen Joe play 40 minutes, but 
He's clocked every single minute he could, every single second he could. And obviously it goes without saying, but we wouldn't have won this game if Joe didn't go crazy like he did. You just really got to take a step back and realize the performance and just the impact Joe had on this game. Not to mention that he's been playing fantastic ever since that Illinois game where he scored zero. He's then gone on to score 20, 18, 15, 16, 19, 16, 24, and now 28. This guy has totally changed the course since that game. And overall, like he's having a fantastic season. He's looking great. And I, I really think he's, he's going to reach you know, the peaks that we all hoped he would in this last senior year. And all around, super, super happy for Joe. And I don't know. I think you can't be more psyched and happy. Our guy Judah was also looking really great in times during this game. 16 points. Also clocked 40 minutes. Judah made some unbelievable shots. He's he's really tending to do that game to game now. There were several times you're like, how did he do that? You know, just like Joe, how does he make that three? How does he make that shot? Both these guys, Joe and Judah, are making crazy shots. And if you take a quick look at the, the box score, I think, you know, Jesse recorded another quiet double-double, 12 points, 11 rebounds. And it just felt a little quiet for whatever reason. You know, he also wrote four blocks, which came up huge down the stretch. And I also want to highlight John Bullajac and one Full minute of play, he registered a beautiful assist to our guy, JG3. He is the backdoor specialist. He comes in and runs that play and does it flawlessly. I don't think there's ever been a time he's he's done it and it hasn't worked. So love that play. Love to see that. Beyond that, though, Malik, Jim wasn't too happy with him in the presser. He didn't have any points. He didn't have any rebounds. Had to turn over. That's the only thing. Showing up here on the uh, box score for him. And a little, it kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit here. Not really sure what happened with him. But nonetheless, I do think while he was in the court, the team was playing well. He was on the court when they started to get things back on track. So maybe there's some credit there. But things seemed a little bit off for our guy Malik. Last guy I want to highlight before moving on here is JT. Three points and two steals. I think his defensive rotations... And just knowledge and comfort in the zone has gotten better. And I think those two steals don't come a few games ago. So it's really great to see that. Overall, you know, we'd love to see a little bit more from JT, obviously. But I do think those two steals and overall, like you're starting to see things click a little bit for him. You know, he's still working on, you know, all aspects of his game. But it's just good to see at least, you know, those few small wins on defense. Now we got to kind of move into where we struggled. And this is still, we're still struggling with starting slow. They had us fooled. They had me fooled. I know that. In the first like four minutes, we're up 8 2. You know, JG3, Chris both had a three. I think Judah had a bucket. So we were, you know, we're up 8 2 in the first couple minutes of the game. And if you know you're turning in late, you know, grabbing dinner, you be, oh, okay, great start. Things looking good. You know, expectations are going where we think it's going to go. We're going to just run away here. And obviously that was not the case at all. So they had us fooled a little bit. A switch was flipped and things changed for for the worst for Syracuse, that's for sure. 
And moving forward, that's something we really need to work on. I'm not really sure why we continue to struggle to start so slow. And I don't even know. And I think Jimmy's even a little bit puzzled on that. He hasn't really touched on that in particular. But obviously, in his presser, he's mentioned a few times now that he's just not really happy the way we're we're playing. You know, obviously we're winning, but it's it's not what you win by or if you win. It's just how you play. And while we are, you know, winning, it feels a little bit off because we're not playing to the best of our ability by any means. And there's still a lot of work to do. The biggest struggle was the turnovers. Louisville had 17 points off turnovers. This is the biggest reason Louisville was able to stay in this game. They were really hounding Judah and Joe. Judah had four turnovers. Joe had five. They just really struggled. And any credit credit to Louisville, they were active, you know, poking and prodding, and they were able to get us to cough it up a few times. And there was times where this game just felt out of control. And it really felt like, you know, I, I know a lot of people in, in the fan base too were wondering where our guy Cy Boogie was. And the entire game, Cam and I were texting back and forth, we're Cy, we're Cy. And obviously, Joe and Judah had a fantastic games when all things you know, came to end here, but there were times where Judah could have used a little reset, a little breather, and probably same with Joe. Obviously, come presser time, Jim said he was injured. Hope our guy Cy can get back to the court soon. One guy we need to touch on is Benny Williams. After a great performance, arguably his best, if not top performances of the year against Boston College, Benny really struggled this game. Three points, three boards. You know, nothing else is really screaming at you on this box score. It just really seems like he's struggling out there and and frustrations boiled over, which led to him tearing his jersey apart, which really hit me differently. I didn't love to see that. It was was like, it kind of like shocked me. And I I might be in the minority here. And obviously, like, you know, this shows to a degree that he cares and he's passionate about the team. And, you know, he's frustrated that he's not contributing the way he wants to. And he's not, you know, continuing off a very good game that he just had. And there's a lot of things that boil down to this moment where he literally rips his jersey apart. But in my mind, I just feel like you can't do the sacred Syracuse threads like that. And I just really think Benny is better than that. And we'd love to see that frustration and passion turn into something more positive. And I think Benny will still, you know, come back from this and play well. And this isn't a huge deal. I don't want to make a huge deal out of this, but I just wanted to share my thoughts of something that was on my mind. And while maybe a lot of other people were talking about it, I wanted to stay true to myself and mention how I was feeling. So enough on that. If we look forward onto our schedule, we have a lot coming up. In a lot of ways, it feels like we need to be perfect, if not very close to it. January is a gauntlet. We have Virginia and Virginia Tech twice this month. We have Miami and UNC this month. And we also have Notre Dame and Georgia Tech sprinkled in there. So there's a lot happening this month. Huge games, really tough schedule. This will be a time where Syracuse is tested. We'll really learn who this team is, what we can bring to the table. And, you know, I'm excited for it. You know, this is, you know, exciting time. This is big basketball. This is ACC basketball. And I think, you know, if you play our cards right, we could uh, we could fare pretty well here. And I'm just excited to see what the boys are able to do. So I think that does it for us. 
Like I said, we'll hit you soon with that Virginia preview, which is coming up this Saturday. And other than that, just want to say thank you so much for listening. Hope uh, you, you could bear with me on this solo episode. It wasn't too miserable without, you know, my better co-star Cam. And with that, we'll talk to you next time. Let's go Cuse.